to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 140, Demons in the Punjab. Uh, my name is John, and joining me as he does every week for our number one podcast on NOTLG is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey there. I forgot to mention that uh, last week and the uh, week before. I was pretty stoked to see that. that yeah, was back awesome. on top. I've just, just looking at the numbers that we're doing on SoundCloud, I'm so blown away. So everybody who's listening, and, and if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much. Welcome aboard. Yes, welcome aboard. <laughs> Welcome aboard to this. Uh, I don't know, Taylor. You might have to talk Crazy me. Train. You might have to talk me off the edge here this week. But before we do that, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing okay. Still got a little bit of the congestion going on. Um, you know, most people have probably seen in the news that we've got some pretty wicked fires going in the state right now. Oh yeah. Um, and that smoke is definitely affecting me. Um, I'm not even going for a walk at work right now, which is driving me a little crazy. Oh boy. I just, I don't, I, it starts giving me a headache. My eyes start stinging. Um, yeah, it's, it's not good. And, and obviously worse than that, there are people who are seriously being affected. Um, yeah. By all of that. And it's, and it's, it's really sad. So if you're in a position to help, you know, don't worry about giving to us on Patreon. Sorry, John. Um, <laughs> by all means, uh, give to those who can help people who need it way more than a couple of guys doing a Doctor Who podcast. Oh, absolutely. 100% agreed. Yeah. How are you? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well. We, you know, had some fires down here as well. We still actually have yeah. them going. Um, oh, yeah. It, I actually got a little sick on Saturday because of it. I didn't close the windows and I went, it smells like a campfire. Oh, well. And I just kind of sat there for a little bit. And then I went, oh, I don't feel good. So yeah. I closed all the windows it's been fine ever since, but for a little while there, I was not feeling well, and it was because of my own stupidity, but <laughs> um, I had a wedding reception I went to uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday, and then on Sunday, uh, Lauren had a family friend from out of town in San Diego, so we went down to uh, Oceanside. Oh, I know Oceanside, yeah. Very nice little community there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. Watched Demons of Punjab to a full house last night. Nice. A lot of fun. Our our Sunday ritual, 8 p.m. <laughs> and then I watched it again today and took some notes, which is, I think, the way to do it. Uh, yeah, I think it works really well for me. So and until something better comes along. Yes, absolutely. So um, let's get into this Who News, shall we? Yeah, and and first we have I really some very very sad news. I mean, no one lives forever, but uh, earlier today word came out that comic legend Stanley has passed at the age of ninety five. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it was a bit bit of a shock just because you know you never never really think it'll happen, but he he was he was he lived a nice life, I think it, yeah. a nice full life. Yeah. Um and and there's even there is even a Doctor Who connection uh with Stanley because for for a time Marvel was putting out Doctor Who comics way back in like the 70s. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Contact I forgot about that. That's much. right. But yes, there is definitely a connection there. We will we will miss Stanley. He I I think most of all besides, you know, missing him in cameos. Well, yeah. Um I think if you just listen to him talk about uh, his characters, especially Spider-Man, um, just very, uh, I, is forward thinking the idea or the, the term that you would use for Stan Lee? Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, at least forward thinking back when he created all of these characters mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, um, not political. What am I trying to say, Taylor? Help me. Help I me out. No. Just his uh, his commentary on real world issues via comic books. Yes, there it is. There you go. There it is. I figured it out. I did it. 
I did it all on my own. Stanley, you will be missed. Um, I especially loved him in Mallrats, which is just <laughs> one of the funniest cameos ever. But such a great movie. Yeah. Well, Koch Media UK has released their latest DVD interview series with stars Ooh. of Doctor Who, and this time they are focusing on the villains. Um, Ooh, I like this. Yeah, they have got a collection of interviews, um, and we'll have links in the show notes. And they've got a link to to order it on Amazon um, with Ian Collier, who played Omega. I've heard um, of him. Bernard Arkard, who played um, uh, Scarman in uh, Pyramids of Mars. Okay. David Gooderson, who is Davros and Destiny the Daleks. Uh, Peter Miles, who is Niter from Genesis the Daleks. Right? Uh-huh. I remember Niter. Yeah. Uh, the incomparable Julianne Glover, who is Scaroth in City of Death, wow. along with a fascinating tribute to Roger Delgado. Very cool. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and we've got introduction from Nicholas Briggs. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, and, uh, producer director Keith Barnfather, who was at Gallifrey One last year. What a name! I know, right? The Barnfather. Oh God! Rated That's awesome. R. Yes. <laughs> that would be an well, Amish Godfather kind of thing. The Barnfather. That's very neat. Yeah. Oh, they just released it, so this is out. Yes, you can is. order it on Amazon. There's a link, guys. Check it. It's twelve pounds. I don't know how much that is in good old USD. A 18, 20 bucks, something uh, like that. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Uh, next up, I, I'm kind of blown away by this news, but there is a new Doctor Who exhibit planned for Cardiff. Yes, it's coming um, back, I guess. Yeah. So it's currently in development at Cardiff Castle in the center of the city, and what? it's due to be operational by next summer, summer of 2019. Ooh. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Well, and the location contain, contains, excuse me, stuffy, a medieval Norman castle, as well as a Victorian Gothic revival mansion. Nice. Wouldn't I know? That's going to set some mood, isn't it? Ooh, I'm this. This could be very interesting. Do you know what? And I'm, I'm just, as you're saying these things, I'm thinking, how cool would it be if um, we got like, the doctor leading you to the exhibit, like on the on the halls of the castle. Oh, that would be kind cool. of like doing the uh, you know just projecting her mm-hmm. her walking. That like yeah, that'd sure. be super cool. I can't. Rem- I, I know some Disney rides do something like that now. I think that'd be super cool. Call me uh, Cardiff Council, yeah, or BBC Studios. <laughs> we all know my dream job is to just sit in a room. And people go, hey, John, you got any ideas? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then they're like, that's great. Here's some money. That's right. I'm an idea man, Taylor. You are. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think about this following idea? Because I, I've now read with my kids the entire first Harry Potter book. All right. They saw, they saw the first movie over the weekend. Okay. And we have now started into the second book. But the Radio Times reports that Chibs really would love J.K. Rowling to write an episode of Doctor Who. Ooh. Well, I feel like this this is the, this would be the second go-around. I think so. Wouldn't it be? Because I feel like uh, Russell T. Davies tried to get her to do something. Or she had said she wanted to do something. That um, totally rings a bell. Yeah. I mean, I am all for it. Yeah. In all honesty, I think, um, and honestly, I'd probably give her a two-parter. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could contain good old JK to one one episode. It would take some effort. Yeah. Judging by how big the Harry Potter books got year after year after year. I think that it would, would be, be great. Container to one episode. Yeah, I, 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 I'd be all on board for it. I'd, I'd still be on board for Peter Jackson to direct some episodes. Oh, why don't we just uh, do a J.K. Peter Jackson three-part epic? I don't oh, know. God. Oh, yeah. God. Let's do it. And they'll all be two hours long. That's right. Or there'd be director cuts that would be all two hours long. Yes. You know, something like that. Hey, I'd watch it. I would, too, without a doubt. Oh, boy. Well, in yet more Big Finish news, I feel like every week we've got something new from Big Finish. 
uh, Jenny, the doctor's daughter, will be meeting, well, the fifth doctor. Oh, man. Her real life dad. Yeah, very cool. Uh, in some big finish stories. I suppose this was kind of inevitable. Yeah. You think? Oh, absolutely. Um, now, is, let me just, uh, is it going to be a fifth doctor or is it going to be a Jenny story? Is it like, um, you know, like, is it going to be part of a series? I think is what relative time is what the, what it's called. Yes. And I am, I am glancing uh, through this real quickly because huh. I... together they must defeat a time Lord named nine or named no, the, the, nine. the nine, the nine, excuse me. That's um, weird. That definitive article makes a big difference. Yes. Um, well, relative time is part of a huge box set. Oh, the legacy of time. The legacy of time. Holy hell. Look at that. Yeah. Let's buy that and never listen to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the cover for it, and it, it really is amazing. It's it's that classic uh, attempt of how many people can yes. fit on the cover. Oh, it's good. They do a good job. Of a big finish title, uh, and it is quite impressive. I'm actually looking at a bunch of my big finishes right now. And what, are they are what's they looking that? back at you and judging you? What's that? Do you want me to listen to you? <laughs> Taylor, listen I gotta to go. Us, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> listen to us, John. You know what I'm I'm trying to find and I actually don't see it here is the uh the last of um uh boy of Colin Baker's stories that they told. Oh, uh huh. And I don't see them here. Uh oh. Because I would like to, uh, you know, maybe in the off season tackle those. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, we gotta. Oh, and the ru- what's the rumor now? Did we already talk about that? I'm just getting really nervous about 2019. To be honest with you, uh, you know, I am I am putting so much salt on all of that right now. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 enough to to cause the Surgeon General to give a sodium warning on the whole thing. I'm... <laughs> I've seen enough and enough friends of the show have chimed in um, that I'm just like, look, until I see the BBC give an official statement, it's all just a bunch of cods wallop. Yeah. And you know what, though? The thing is, they never give us any indication. No, not until much closer to when something would actually be happening. Yes. And even then, they might just keep saying fall yes. instead of giving us a I'm clearly still not over that. Oh, well, you shouldn't be because it was ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. Is it, that is it for news. But um, once again, uh, you're welcome for your next round of Gallifrey One announcements. Yes, hopefully we'll have those by the time you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> All right, Taylor, shall we? Let's do it. All right, this week we watched Demons of the Punjab starring Jody Whitaker as the Doctor Man. Deep Gill as Yasmin Khan, Tossin Cole as Ryan Sinclair, Bradley Walsh as Graham O'Brien, uh, Amita Sumon as Young Umbreen. Mm-hmm. Oh, said that all in one breath. Let me give me a minute. You did, here. you did a good job. Thank you. And uh, Shane Zaza's Prem. It was written by uh, Vinay Patel and directed by Jamie Childs. It first aired November 11th, 2018, and is the sixth story of season 11. Whew. All right. Let's pace, pace, pace it here, John. We got some story <laughs> notes. Let's do it. Indeed, indeed. Brought to you by the fine folks over Stardust Wikia. For the second time this series, the usual Doctor Who theme does not play over the ending credits. Uh, of course, in contrast to Rosa, this episode plays an Indian music-inspired version of the theme, which, frankly, um, can we have it released as an MP3 already? Hey, that was some good stuff. I really enjoyed I that. I dig it. I dig it. And I was like, oh, you guys, this is the uh, second time, you know, and they're like, actually, it's the theme. And I went, whatever. Uh, <laughs> listen to me know, know the knowledge of things. I get the feeling there might have been some pushing up of glasses. Oh, I didn't get that far. I don't think. No. Okay. Okay. No. Fair. They fair. didn't let me. Um, I love. I love a good cover of the theme. Um, I'm really a sucker for them. Oh yeah. I've got a whole playlist of them on my phone, so I want to add this one to it. In fact, I really hope that this season's music uh, does not see much of a delay before getting released. Yeah, that would be nice. Because um, I mean, we'll get to it. Yep. Yep. 
the doctor obviously states that she's too kind, and obviously this is something that her predecessor, 12, told her to be. Yes. Very true. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, the story notes were admittedly a little light uh, this week. Uh, a Hindu wedding custom, for those of you who are uh, new to Hindu wedding customs, is to actually have the couple's hands tied together during their vows. Okay. Um Kind of interesting that they used the rope that marked the border to do that. But, you know, yeah. there's some symbolism in that, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, and for those of you unfamiliar with Muslim wedding customs, it is customary for the groom to give a prized possession to the bride. Oh, all right. Well, we got both so, of those. We did indeed. And that was pretty much it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Indeed. All right, Taylor, we have a world-famous synopsis that you have presented us with. Indeed, as I continue to wet my whistle so I'm not sitting here coughing and sniffling into the microphone. But here we go. While not having learned from her ninth incarnation, the doctor takes Yaz and the team back to visit Yaz's grand <laughs> in 1947, just in time for England to cleave Pakistan away from India. Uh, but she's about to marry some other dude. Meaning she, not India. <laughs> Umbreen. Yes. But she's about to marry some other dude instead of just obeying the prime directive. Uh, Team TARDIS again finds themselves both a part of history and witness to it. Oh, Taylor. Goodness Indeed. gracious. Now, um, again, I, I think uh, I'm trying not to be a wet blanket, but I will state that I think this was one of the strongest episodes of the season for sure. Um, I will definitely agree with that. Uh, it was very moving. I don't know that it moved me quite to the same extent that Rosa did, but I think I had an extra buy-in with Rosa because it was a piece of American history. Yes. And something I just knew more about. Right. And Well, I mean, yes. And also we had some very uh, daunting parallels to what we're going through right now. And, um, and that's probably, yeah, that's probably another part of it. Yeah. You know, we kind of connected with that a little bit more. So obviously the story had um, uh, a bit more impact, but I mean, compare the two and like, you're talking like a, you know, tenths of a percent, you know, this, this was an amazing story. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I obviously I watched it again and I finished it this time and um, I really liked it there. I mean, there were some points where I, and I, I don't know if I'm, you know, cause we stayed every week. We watch this with a critical eye now. Yeah, because that's our quote unquote job. <laughs> not not really. Not yet, I guess. Um, I uh, there was some I don't even know where to begin. I, you know, what? I know where to begin. We need to talk about the Sonic screwdriver. OK, let's talk Sonic. Is it a bloodhound dog? Is it just <laughs> leading her all over the place? Like she's just it's always up and ready to go. I almost feel like every time a script is written, they go. And then she used the Sonic to open a can of soda. Oh, wait. No, that's too much. We need to disable the Sonic. And then it breaks. Jar, jar pickles. Yes. And then it breaks, like, all the time. And I, yeah. I almost wonder if it's like, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. And then it, they used it to untie the rope. I went, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, over, it's so weird because they'll overuse it, I feel, and then it'll be gone for half the... It's in every scene, and then it breaks, and then it's gone for, like, 15 minutes, and then they bring it back. Yeah, um, I agree. The, 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 if, if I have got one complaint of this entire season, so far it is the over-reliance on the Sonic, which is a neat tool. It looks great. It rotates. That's awesome. But use your smarts. You're the doctor. Exactly. You know, and and okay, great. She she does for a bit after it breaks, and she's able to yes you know, concoct her little uh, distillery there. But even before that, when um when it's not broken, and she when she they get out of the um oh boy they get out of the um is it Thigerian 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 that was close Thigerian yeah. uh <laughs> when they get they get out of the Thigerian spacecraft. Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, I need these, and I'm going to take these. And she didn't use the Sonic to know what those things were. Oh, the she, little transmat? Yeah, she's like, really? oh, transmats. I know what these are. And she mm -hmm. said, I'm going to use these against you. See you yeah. later. And she didn't need the Sonic to know what they were. It's just, let us, let the doctor be book smart. 
Yeah. And know what things are. Yeah. I, I completely agree. In fact, there was one scene. I don't remember exactly at what point she was inside the Thajarian ship, but <clears throat> she's sonicking something. Yes. And the sound, like, cause she's just, she's, you know, she's holding the button. She's scanning something, but it just goes on so long. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely a bit too much. Yeah. It's just, I don't, it's almost like, oh, you guys like the Sonic, huh? Well, here's here it is all the time. No, no, no. You got to admit, it's going to be more like Exhibit on um, Pit My Ride. Yes. Yo, dog, we heard you like the Sonic, Sonic screwdriver, so we made the Sonic more Sonic. We put the son- more Sonic in your Sonic to That's make right. it more Sonic. Now I'm And then it broke. Sonic driving. But yeah. it will be back. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that, that was something that really... Uh, Really bugged me. Um, I just want to get all of these out of the way so we can talk about, you know, fun things. Yeah, go for it. Um, I think one thing that somebody brought up yesterday was, when do we get a win? Like a feel-good win, you know? Uh... I feel like we haven't really had one. Like, the first episode, uh, Grace Dies. Mm-hmm. The second episode, I don't think anybody dies. I mean, we get no. the TARDIS back. Yep. So maybe that counts as one. I'd count that as a win. Um, and then the third episode was was Rosa, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then f- the fourth episode. Oh boy, I can't even recall. Help me out, Taylor. What's the fourth um, episode? It was the um, not Saranga. It was. Sarango was last week. So, yeah, Sarango was fifth. Oh my gosh, why am I spacing on the fourth episode? What is going on? Um, it was... Um, Holy good moly. Good lord, I'm going to have to edit this out. This is ridiculous was, that we cannot it remember. It one... Oh, oh, it was Arachnids. Spiders, yes. Yes. The spiders <laughs> was just very problematic and felt like nobody won. Yeah. We killed we have spiders. Spider in yeah, spiders suffocated in that... Stupid American guy got away with no yeah. consequences. And yeah. last week, I mean, uh, I guess I win. like it's it's almost like I I guess I would count that as a win. But it's like I need an episode with with a uh, hey, no, but not an everybody lives, but we everyone we like lives and we got rid of the baddie. Yeah, you know, I, I, I see where you're coming from. It's like. I think we're we're getting, and I'm I'm fine with it because uh, of the the climate we are in, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I mean we are going back to the roots at least twice so far of traveling back to moments in actual history, which is fun. And I will say I am one hundred percent in for more historicals like this. Oh, I am too. But the, the hell is that to be such downers? Well, yeah, because you know in both situations they've you know they're they're truly stuck as they can't interfere yes with history i need i need something i need something more fun i need a good win i need a good feel good win and when i say feel good not the end is i love you nan i love you too and then the credits roll which i just was like what is happening right now i I have to admit, I saw that in your notes, and I just about lost it because it, it didn't even click with me until I saw that, that. I'm like, oh, my God, that's completely a sitcom ending. The only thing that would have made it more sitcom is that they both jumped up and high-fived, and they freeze-framed on it. Yes! And they had the credits Or they just freeze-framed on them hugging. I think a high, jump and a high-five. Yeah, that would, would have been fine, too. Me. Jeez, man. You're absolutely right. Ugh. You are absolutely right. I did not even think about that until I saw your note, man. I think the other thing, I mean, we ha- the TARDIS was basically missing for two episodes. Feels very TARDIS light. Yeah. You know, we it does. we we searched for the TARDIS, we found the TARDIS, we saw the new in- uh interior and we went, "This is cool." And then like we're never in there. Not for long periods of time. No. no. So, I don't know. It's kind of like you you went to all this trouble to redesign the whole thing, shouldn't you? Yeah, let's see some more of it. Like see some more of it. I mean, yeah. no, I get it. Me. Okay, you know what? I think that's it. I don't know. 
There's probably one or two more things I had a problem with, but let's talk about some other things here. What do we? Uh, let's talk about the music. Okay. And of course, my first note is at the risk of sounding horribly like a horribly old person. Why was the music so loud? Did you ever feel in some scenes they were trying to have a conversation, but the music was super loud? Maybe I'm just old. I don't know what's happening. Well, I don't know what to tell you because I'm older than you are. So. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Uh, well, I, I I feel like there. I don't feel like it overwhelmed conversations at any point. Um, at, at least not that jumped out to me. Yeah. There were definitely parts of the episode where the music was a lot more prevalent. Um, you know, periods of dramatic percussion. Oh yes, um, yeah. And I and I loved that Akinola used um, instruments uh, correct. You know, to the region. Yes, they really um, leaned the into that. They leaned into that real nicely. Yeah, I thought. and and it and it and it served the story. It did, it did great. Yes. Um, um, I feel like the music seemed to fill the scenes more we didn't really have like really empty gaps but a lot of times it was kind of gentle atmospheric yes stuff i mean um, for me uh, my favorite um i think one of my favorite pieces was when uh the doctor and i guess this goes into a, a bit of character notes is when she says they're like you can't stop us and she goes just you watch me and then she uh transports out of the ship mm-hmm. and then the music that is happening in that that um forest scene while i was like it's too loud was fantastic <laughs> i really loved it it was it was very it was cool mm-hmm. i really dug the music besides me old man yells at cloud apparently <laughs> I was digging that for sure. Uh, and a- as we touched on before, the, the end credits song. I mean, I'm sure you've done a deep dive and tried to find it already. Uh, you know what? I did not have time. Ooh, you got to hit up Reddit, my friend. Today. I, you know, I don't, I don't read it. You don't read I, I don't, barely I do read it. it. I read it as light as possible. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think it might be worth a dive to try and find that on there. I'm sure if, if there's a... You know, even close to full length version that somebody has plopped up on YouTube that they've pulled off the episode. It might be there for another ten minutes before the BBC yanks it. But eh, yeah, you're probably right. But I mean, maybe you'll get it in those ten minutes. You never know. You never know. Let's uh, let's move on to. Um, I don't even know what to cut. Like we, everything is like we have s- structure, story, music, characters, miscellaneous, and then we have camera work <laughs> special effects costume design i yep. gotta find a different word for that but uh let's talk about as i put it camera works jeez i am a mess what is happening i don't know what to tell you man um i didn't really have any issue it looked beautiful i love when we get out in a in a rock quarry of sorts and we're standing over it and we're just getting a big old wide shot oh yeah I mean, if that if there is something that Childs does really really well, oh yeah, it's it's just these grandiose sweeps. They're almost like sweeps, kind of. That's probably not the technical term for it, but well, if it goes from one direction to the other, left to right, up to down, yeah, maybe there is a sweep. It's probably like a train shot or something. I can't remember what it's called. Um, No. (laughs) <laughs> no i i just i think it was really well done some of the just the um uh there's one point i mean later in the story where um uh you know the weddings just happen and the the sun is setting and yeah you know they're, they're just in this amazing scenery as it is i mean they probably only just needed to just sit there for a little while with the camera and be like okay that's an amazing shot that's you know it's just just collecting it like it's you know yeah monopoly money and they've just passed go or something <laughs> um i i love i love how the shots i mean and obviously i'm noticing this more the second time through i love how the shots are set up to convey that the that the uh the jarins are bad yes you know they they obviously the shots work with the story to go oh well, these are clearly our bad guys, and then they twist it on us. Yes, yes, they do. I mean, we'll get to that. 
that twist in a little bit here. But um, I think another scene that I thought was uh, beautifully shot was when um, uh, Manish goes to... I'm sorry, not Manish. Um, Prem is going to confront his brother. Yes. And that was a great, another great wide shot. Yeah, the way that they uh, frame a lot of that, like, like especially when uh, Team Tardis is kind of trying to get away from it, and they, oh, wait, look, and then, you know, you turn, and there's literally, you know, you see it in, in like, perfect perpendicular, the, the standoff. Yeah, it was... Uh, um, that whole, really good. It was good stuff. I, 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 like I said, I had no problems with how it was shot. I, I, you know what, and I'm talking, or speaking of... Speaking of Manish, did you notice he got the um <coughs> as I cough that he got the um the uh, the shadow treatment, the shadow nose. <laughs> did you notice he got that that little evil kind of uh shadowing on his face? Yeah, he did. That's very true. Uh which is uh, I love I love that. That's one of my favorite things. It's like, "Ooh, yeah. I know that guy's evil cuz we can only really see his eyes." <laughs> um <laughs> He <laughs> Manish, or as I called him, the evil Harry Potter. Um, I, quite honestly, I, I saw like whether or not he had his glasses on. I either I was like, oh my gosh, he is. He totally looks like Harry Potter because he's got the little round glasses. Yes, but with his glasses off, and I'm like, why does he look like a young Bronson Pinchot? Oh, he totally did to me. But yeah, huh. okay, I'd have to I'd have to see a side by side. And and it probably wouldn't be very good because it's my memory of what he looked like young. Mm. Um, did you know that he's on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? I did not know. Show is yeah, he is. I have heard many uh, good things about that show. I'm three or four episodes in it. It is really good. I heard it is something else. It is. Oh boy, uh, you got anything else there- on uh, on camera work? Um, specifically on camera work, I mean, this kind of like blends with effects because <clears throat> right toward the end, there's that transition, uh, from being kind of like high up with the holographic heads in the, in the, the jar and ship yes. and it transfers, it, it transfers to the TARDIS. Ah, uh, yes, yes, like yes. That cut I think is really, really well done. Plus we get to see that the, 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 the tops of the, the crystal columns of the TARDIS to actually move with the rotor. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's very much in the background. Ooh, that's um, very you cool. Can, you can see one of them moving. Interesting. As the rotor's going up and down. And I'm like, okay, that's got to be crazy if they do a shot with like like all five or six of those things going at once. Yeah, that'd be like, super that's cool. That's crazy. Uh, but anyway, that was the only other one I had. Let's talk about some special effects because I thought we had some uh, some pretty cool, or I guess special slash practical. No, that would go go under costumes. Whatever, we're all over the place. Uh, I loved when um, they would appear in uh, in people's minds, mm-hmm. like when we we first get off the get off the ship there, and the doctor's like ho hum, and the Th- Thundrarians just appear in her mind and just the um i don't know what it is taylor i'm a big fan of like audio distortion okay and stuff where when things play when they play with audio a little bit they do that a lot on the show oh no on the show it's on fx it has the guy who played beast in beauty and the beast the new one it is called oh no this is terrible legion i think it's okay it is legion I did it. I remembered it all on my own. Yes, they do. If you want a show that you have to almost basically watch with headphones on, oh, man, that show is something else. Really? They do such a good job. I suggest checking out at least the first season because that's as far as I am. But anyway, I liked all the audio stuff they were doing with the uh, the Jarns. I thought it was great. Yeah, and, and when you finally get the idea that, oh, oh that's them kind of telepathically kind of messing with you know, people to yeah, be more scary exactly. mm-hmm. um and i thought all the transport stuff was cool oh i loved i loved that effect that's a very cool effect um and um the design of the thajarn ship was great mm-hmm. and then I I, the look of the thajarn yes i mean that that was uh, i was gonna put that under special effects but i guess that goes under costume design they had a really cool both. look to them totally very scary but also i guess 
this will lead into us talking about the uh, the Thadrans just as a whole. Um, ve- very scary looking, but also when you find out, oh, they're not this so bad. Very Ood-like. Go on. And uh, I, I basically, as soon as they were like, we are here to watch people who are alone uh, die and laugh at them. No, um, <laughs> they didn't say that. Could you imagine if that it's like the most sinister beings of all? We don't interfere or help. We just laugh. Ha, ha, we just ha. stand and point and snicker. Anyway, the, so that you know, they're basically they they watch. They do not interfere. They help people. Uh, I think they help beings pass, or they just you know they're like, hey man, what's up? This this sucks for you, but we're here. Um, <laughs> so they're. It, in short, they're basically the new Ood, as I see it. We're basically going to see them at some point um, shortly before a companion dies, inevitably, or when the Doctor regenerates, inevitably. Well, I I would imagine that would be something where they were alone, because that is, that's when the Thajarns show up. Right, but I mean, but also, I feel like, and we're, get, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, uh, uh, Primo wasn't alone. <laughs> he was surrounded by people that murdered him. Well, yes, but think about it. I've, once he's shot, those people are going to leave. They're like, well, he's dead. Ha, we've done our job. Yeah, so true. Xenophobia. Um, Poof. And, well, let's be honest. Though, there is there is a bit of that in this episode. Yeah. You know, um, and and it's it's on a second watching, I was kind of getting more of a parallel of like, you know, it's just announced, okay, there's now a border here and, you know, people like instantly get kind of worked up into an us versus them. Yeah. Kind of situation. Now I, I, I think with Manish that that kind of has been stewing for a while um, because honestly, probably one of the um, more, uh, volatile borders in the world is the Indian Pakistan border. Um, and that's, you know, extra dangerous nowadays because they are both nuclear powers too. Yeah. But that aside, um, it, it was just kind of uh, interesting to see that, that kind of um, uh, theme kind of play out there. Absolutely. Or even, even between brothers, it's like, look, you know, it's us versus them. And he's like, doesn't have to be. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is, and I'm going to kill you over it. Yeah, which is really messed up. <laughs> yeah, very messed up. Even though, I mean, he didn't he didn't pull the trigger, but he basically was like, "Hey, come over here." <clears throat> yeah, what a jerk, evil yeah, Harry Potter. Basically, sold him out. You're the worst, manish. You, <laughs> you jerk. Anyway, um, I love the backstory of our um, not bad guys. Yeah. I loved that. I thought that was a very cool mislead. I kind of almost wish because she's like, I know who you are. You're you're the greatest assassins on in the universe. And they're like, oh, um, no, we're not. And she's like, all right. (laughs) You know, I kind of wish it was. I don't know. I, I get it. They they eventually were like, no, see, look at all these holograms we have. Um. I don't know. And you know what else is I another thing? Why does no one when I I wish people we would run into people she knew or encountered before? Mm-hmm. You know, just because it's like I wish when she I just need her to go like I'm the doctor, and for them to be like, wait, what? Oh, yes. um, I, yeah, I still want to say that. Oh, uh, right. We we've heard about you. Um, Sorry, we threatened to stand over your corpses. This is what we're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they eventually just, you know, they got her and they were like, hey, listen, we don't do that anymore. Our planet exploded and we just, it's just us now. And you were carrying around the ashes of all of our people. Could we have it back, please? Yeah, like the ashes of our entire planet. <laughs> like, dang. Yeah, can we have those? You were you were jabbing your Sonic in there. Lady. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I agree, but I, I think again, being kind of a last of their kind. Oh yes. That definitely was like, that pulls on the heartstring or the many heartstrings of our, of our doctor. 
That's right. And I, and I, I, and I think that kind of like, you know, she very quickly is like, Oh my God. And you, you know, she even takes that kind of reverent position, uh, right away upon learning that. Yeah. You know, what's uh, funny, hmm. Taylor, we have barely mentioned what the story is about. Oh, okay. Which I think is, which I think is funny that we, we have not mentioned the, I guess the main storyline Shall we go ahead and do that right now? That, that Yaz wants to find out why a watch is broken. <laughs> so uh, we uh, and I'll 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 just uh, give the opening here. We we open with a a birthday party for Yaz's grand, which actually mm-hmm. also um you know kind of ties into I mean loosely into Graham and Ryan as one has just lost a nan and one was married to the nan. Right. So I think they're like, yeah, let's go, let's go do this. So we're at a birthday party, and um, I, I don't know why the grandmother is giving them gifts, because she kind of, it kind of see, it, it kind of seemed like she's like, well, I'm gonna die soon. Here's some gifts. It might be. Didn't that? I was like, very like, wait, what's happening? Uh, it could just be one of those things where it's just. You know, yeah. Hey, while we're here, while we're having this, I came across these things. I right. Have them. So, um, I really, I just hope, I hope Yaz remembered to bring bread. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because after arachnids in the UK, she's like, all right, I'm going to go get bread. See you guys. Peace out. Oh yeah, man. I hope she did. Did she bring bread back? I want to know. That would have been a great, like you forgot the bread again. Yes. Where's you. that? That would have been fun. That would have been. That would have been a fun. That would have been a win. No, I'm just kidding. Um, a win for bread. Uh, here's a mysterious gift, but I cannot tell you why. Oh, the stories I could tell you, but I choose not to. Yep. <laughs> anyway, um, you have this amazing way of just distilling. Yeah. Thank you. So well. Listen, I love this show, but when it does dumb things, I'm going to tell it. Fair. I will tell you, show. And show, you can tell me when I do dumb things. But you are a show, and you can't. I mean, you probably could. Imagine, three episodes later, oh, this this John Pingle guy is being an idiot again. And I'm like, yeah, I've made it. <laughs> I've made it. Anyway, um, so we go to the doctor, and we're like, please, doctor, take me back in time to go see hey. my, to see my uh, nan when she was young. And it's like, all right, I guess we'll do this. And then I love that Yaz is just like, that's not how it works. Like, <laughs> directly to history's face. It's like, holy crap, what are we doing right now? But then I love, <laughs> there's just a lot of contradicting where it's like, Yaz, we can't interfere but with the timeline, but let me officiate this wedding. Yep. <sighs> yeah, boy. Well, we, we definitely, we, we get this flip between the, the doctor and Yaz where, you know, the doctor's like, okay, fine, we're going to go for an hour and you yes. guys have all seen Star Trek, so prime directive, mm-hmm. don't touch anything. Um, but then, oh, there's a mystery. Oh, there's something going on. Oh, there's aliens here. I'm going to get pulled into it. And then in that twist, you know, Yaz is like, okay, yeah, sure, 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 an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. I mean, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Um, and then eventually becomes the person who's like, um, excuse me, I, th- I thought you said no interfering. You yeah. know, and they have this kind of role versus yes. as the episode goes along. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's, um, role reversals are always fun. I enjoy them. Yeah. But I um, mean... And I also love, just real quickly, I love that the doctor's welding helmet is totally, oh, it, it's got, it I looks like to it was made that. from the same stuff that the rest of the TARDIS was designed from. It's got all sorts of patterns all over it. Yes, I'm very sad. Nice that I, I forgot that I had that in my costume design notes. It looks so cool. I loved it. Yeah. It Cosplay cool. that, folks. I want to see it. Yeah. Very, very cool. So, I mean, that's how we get to where we are. Um, and then it's like, oh, this is who I'm marrying. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. That's not it. Uh, yeah. And I also wonder, like, why doesn't her nan, like, remember any of this? Or does she? Is it like a she remembers, like, you feel like she'd know her granddaughter looked familiar, like, in present time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because this this is such an important point in her life. Yeah. I mean, that, I imagine, is something you'd probably remember pretty vividly. 
And I also wonder maybe if that that's why she's her favorite. Oh, maybe. I, I mean, had that thought. Maybe it's just like I don't know. Like that was that was a little. I, I wanted to know more about that. Like, how does she not recognize when she gets to a certain age that this is the person who was at the wedding of her first husband who was murdered? Yeah. No, that's fine. I no, I <laughs> trust me. If 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 I were to be the one writing that kind of a story, yeah, that kind of stuff would occur to me. You know what? I, I would feel like I'd have to explain it. You know what else would have been great? Mm. Maybe if she showed more interest in uh, meeting her great grandmother. Yes, <laughs> that was just like, oh, you're here too, I guess. Um, all right, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That would have been that would have been nice. Just to just something. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be I'd be stoked to meet my great grandparents. I mean, yeah, the ones I, that I've I had met. One, I know, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh. Hey, let's chat. Oh, yeah. Um, I surprisingly have no notes about Ryan. I thought he was a fine supporting character in this. <laughs> I have two. Let's go. Let's go with I, it. I appreciate his understated reactions. Oh, yes, those are great. Those those I those are a complete delight every time I see them, like when they get transmatted into the Thajarian ship. And he's like, "Whoa, okay." Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. That was something new. All yeah. right. You know, um, and and apparently, and I saw this on like Instagram this morning that there is an outtake of him like falling out of the cart. Oh when no! They, when they first get to Umbreen's house. Oh geez. And we'll see. Honestly, it. I'm like they they should have kept it in. We haven't had any dyspraxia issues in a long time. That would be perfect. Oh yeah. I'm and she just like crashes out of the cart and then like, oh, oh. sorry guys, dyspraxia. Yes, you know what? That's another thing. Where did that go? We haven't seen that in a couple of episodes. Exactly, just as I feared would happen. Very interesting. <coughs> well, also different writer. Maybe they didn't know, but also I feel mm-hmm. like there's a, a a show bible, and you yeah. would be like, "Don't yeah. let him climb any trees or something." I don't know. <laughs> He'll immediately fall After out. After episode one, no more bikes. Yes, no more bikes. I'm sure everyone saw that and went, oh, crap, I gotta get rid of all of my Ryan Rides a Bike scenes. I'm gonna cut those all out. Well, and luckily, you know, they're not doing the, the 13th Doctor version of Shada because there was a lot of bike riding. Oh, that. my goodness, he wouldn't right. make it. That floating, what was the thing floating in Shada? It would get, it would have gotten him immediately. Oh, that crazy little globe thing? Yes, it would have yes. gotten him immediately. Yeah. Oh, Shada. So, <laughs> so fun. Um, let's talk about Graham a little bit. I really enjoy... Uh, love Graham. He, he's been doing some good work here. Some grandfatherly really? work. Yes. Um, talking with Yaz. I thought that was fun. Yeah, it's nice it was, to see them have some interaction. It was very, very nice. I, I thought everything he said was, was perfect. Uh, live this moment. He's like, we're, we're in 1947. Yeah. Like... This is so crazy. Let's just live this moment. Let's live in history. It'll be fun. And um man, his moment with uh with, with Prem with Prem at the end. Goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah. Uh I mean, we'll get to Prem in a little bit here. Um but yeah, I thought Graham had a another another good episode. Yeah, I what I really love is he's just got this great balance of like sarcasm and tenderness. Yes. Absolutely. You know, he's got he's got these great little like one liner zinger stuff when it's just banter with the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um and then you know, he's got stuff like his speech to Pram or or sitting and talking with Yaz or, yeah. or Ryan in earlier episodes. And it just that having that range just makes him really, really uh relatable and lovable. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh the doctor like I said earlier, the you just watch me after the um oh goodness gracious. Um after the Thajarians, sorry, the Thajarians tell her like stop stop meddling, you kids. And she's <laughs> like, just you watch me and take takes their uh their space dust and then I really loved that moment. Yeah. I really was like, Ah, oh, there you are. Just you watch me. You're doing bad. These people are protected. You can't stop us. Just you watch me. Exactly. Good stuff. I need more of that. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, I also, I, I loved her, 
um, basically her, her, her marriage speech. Her marriage speech was great. I, I expect, I expect we nerdy people or, or well, I'm married. So <laughs> you nerdy people out there who aren't married, who will someday, uh, choose to be married, uh, use this. Yes. I would like to see somebody get married somewhere and use this. Cause I think it's fantastic. Oh, it'll happen. It's probably already happened somehow. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that's true. But... That's quick. Um, I loved when, uh, we were celebrating and she, and she says, well, I never did this when I was a man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, good stuff. Doctor, your jokes. Oh. oh yes, I'm such a comedian. <laughs> that was it. that was good stuff. Um, that was good. Let's talk about this um, this brotherly rivalry, huh? Okay. Um, I mean, we already talked about Manish a, a decent amount. Seems to be, as his brother says, reading the pamphlets and listening to Angry Men on the radio. Yeah. Well, did little did we know Alex Jones was doing a thing. <laughs> Yes, long before he was finding Bohemian Grove. Yes, he and was, talking about gay frogs and stuff. Yes, he was <laughs> he was uh, talking to Manish. Bohemian Grove. I'm surprised I remembered that name. Do you think if I say it too much, that's just the end of it for me? Uh, no. Look it up, folks. It's wacky stuff. It definitely is. Um, so, Prem, man, uh, hey, I like this guy, so naturally he's going to die, is my first note. Pretty much. Um, his first interaction with Team Tardis is great when they say we're family friends, and he goes, "We agreed." Oh, okay, get in. I just yeah. loved the delivery of that line. I thought it, it was, was good. it was it's a lot really of fun, really and just him in general. Like, I mean, before it gets you know super serious with his terrible brother, um, he just seems like a like a fun loving guy. Honestly, he's seen mm-hmm. he's seen some stuff. Obviously. But he's just living his life, and he's happy. Yeah. And I'm like, this is good stuff. Uh, he was in the war, and he has seen uh, the Thedrarians before. Yeah, when his brother Kanal. Yeah, so, I mean, that's an, also a strange connection, right? That they, they look over the brother, and then they look over the other brother. Well, yeah, but from what from, from the Thedrarian mission statement, uh, it seems as yes. though that just happens to be coincidence. Yes, which is, uh, I mean, that's fine. I like the tie-in. The tie-in was great. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to run and shoot them, that was that was good stuff. And then he goes, "Hey, wait a minute! Why aren't you guys? Uh, why did you guys run towards this thing?" Yeah, exactly. The flashbacks to the war was great. I really liked that. That was also shot very well. Yeah, it was. While we're talking about that, um, the face-off with his brother at the end was ugh. so just yeah. It was. I mean, it was heavy yeah it was heavy but it was good stuff oh it was totally oh my goodness yeah that was great um yeah i don't really know if i have well i think we should mention that um they're not there to because they see um we didn't even talk about the uh, what what is his name he he had a name but they also just called him um he was the one who was going to marry them oh yeah the holy man Yes, thank you. The holy man, um, mm-hmm. Bacate, Bacati. Uh, I have it here. It's you're, it's, you're close. It's Bac- yeah. It's something like that. I yeah, apologize. I don't have it written down, but that sounds about right. Um, and I forgot where I was going with that. But yes. Um. Oh nope, I don't remember. Taylor, I lost it. Ah, uh, I man. lost it. Talking about him going on about like, well, kids these days with your hot rod carts. <laughs> yes, feet, man. Yes. Oh, that. I'm sorry. I remember now. It's because they saw um, his hologram and they mm-hmm. went, why did they kill him? And then it's like, hey, we didn't kill him. And yeah. it's like, well, what happened? And they show the doctor. And but before they show the doctor, they uh, they show her the image of um of prem yes and it's like well what happened so she goes back and she's like this is and it's another just a heavy thing for team tardis to have to deal with we yeah we can't interfere first of all you have to be a part of two terrible times in history sorry yeah at least you don't have to watch this one i guess 
can just turn. They just got to keep that knowledge to themselves. Yeah, and that's what I think made the um, the scene with Graham so powerful. Was oh, he? Yeah, he just knows, and he's like, "All right, well, have a good wedding." Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was a nice little reveal. The backstory, obviously, part of the backstory of the the giants. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, then the face off, and then the um, I I mean, I I kind of liked how they they were watching, and then um, the the Jarians come out of you know they have their cool little effect, and they're like, hey, we got this. Don't worry about it. You guys can take off. Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of that, when when they're walking away, and of course it's slow mo, and you hear the gunshot. Yes. I really, really, really would have thought Yaz would have had more of a reaction. Um, I mean, I I understand. I hear that. I mean, and I, yeah, I could have seen that, but I guess you also have to, to, if she has a reaction, then those people see them. Well, but you can be walking away and, and look more distraught you could start to turn and have Ryan, you know, or Graham was next to her, I forget who, you know, kind of grab hold of her and, and, you know, do the whole like bury the face into the shoulder kind of thing as you're walking away. I yes. Mean, there's a number of things you can do that still allow the Fajarians to do their thing. Yes. And the story. In that okay. Sense. I agree. Yes. A, a minor nitpick. Yes. It would have been fine. And then we get our, our TGIF ending. <laughs> Show me this family again. I don't Jeez, what is happening? Oh, boy. It was fine, though. I liked the ending where she's like, do you want to know about it? And she's like, nah, I'm good. Please <laughs> tell me another time. I, I just relived it for you. Please don't tell me. Right. I mean, that was good. And you know what else I thought when um the Nan gives the Nan? Jeez. When she gives, gives um Yaz's sister the flower... Mm-hmm. I thought she said it. This was from your grandfather. He gave it to me. I don't know why I kept it. Are we led to believe that that is actually from um, from Prem? Prem? Um, I I think so because it's a flower. <clears throat> he picks my, flowers. My, my voice is deteriorating. Here. Oh, we're um, almost done. We're almost done. The um at the at the wedding and stuff. They almost everyone had at least a flower behind their ear. Yes. But I couldn't um, tell what flower. I I have no idea exactly which flower it was either. So that's what I was. Uh, no that's idea. What I thought. You got anything else? Let's just let's wrap it up. I honestly oh, thought this was it's um, not deteriorating that bad. Oh okay. Um, but I, I love that uh, Yaz's nan is like, oh, here's all these letters. Don't read the filthy bits. <laughs> yeah, that was that good. was great. I actually. D- despite some weird decisions in that opening scene, I really like that. We're just sitting around, and um, whomever uh, was the actress who played uh, Yaz's nan was great. Yeah, I thought she was very. I thought, and you know, we didn't really talk about Umbreen, um, but I thought they were they both did a a, a good job. I had no problems mm-hmm. with that at all. I also didn't have any notes, so I don't know. <laughs> Well, I feel like, um, um, you know, she and I'm I'm not saying that there weren't people like this in that period of history. But, you know, she's very much a headstrong, forward thinking, progressive. You know, it's just like, what what's it matter if yeah. uh, one of us is Muslim and one of us is Hindu? Big whoop, whatever. Yeah. Um, and and quite frankly, I mean, I, I know so little about that point in history in that part of the world. I mean, 1947. Sure. I know a lot. Yeah. If you're talking Roswell, New Mexico, but yes, you're talking about India a bit less. So I don't know if that was kind of common Mm -hmm. then kind of some of these interfaith marriages, um, or if it was, um, you know, really rather rare. Yeah. Genuinely have no idea, but, um, you know, obviously she's very headstrong. She's very forward thinking in that sense. Um, I do have to wonder, though, because now we've got two historicals mm-hmm. where, you know, people from the future come back and really act kind of funny and weird and try not to make it obvious that they're from the future. Right. Why aren't these people kind of going, 
you know what? What is up with you? Yeah. You know, why isn't there more of a reaction? And are we running into time travelers here and we're just completely missing their wacky antics? And the clothes they're wearing? And the, and the, exactly, and the clothes they're wearing. I feel like that's also actually been a thing that we haven't really got with um, our new friends is they don't dress up for the times where I feel as in past companions have at least tried a little bit. Yeah. I mean, barring tooth and claw. Yes. Yes. <laughs> where she's just a wee naked baby. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, that's a good point. We, we, we really haven't gotten a costume piece. Yeah. Uh, episode. And I'm not, I don't need like, the nine yards of it, the full, you know, dressed to the nines, at least try a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that. Um, you know what else I loved? Hmm. The fact that we actually get the reason that Umbrain went to Sheffield explained. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was so great. That was good because I'm sure somewhere, I probably wouldn't have caught it. It'd been like, well, how'd she get all the way over there? I love that it was just like it's a throwaway little scene mm-hmm. that we get a call back to when they they finally go back to 2018. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun little scene. Yeah, that I, I think they did a really good job of just dropping, you know, some of these 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 facts and 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 the reality of history at that time mm-hmm. just in bits and pieces. Like I especially I noticed it the second time through when, you know, they're, they have just arrived at the farm and, and Graham says something about being all the way from England. Oh, yeah. Don't and, and say that. Goes, I wouldn't say that around here yeah. right now. Man. You know, just keep that on the down low. Absolutely. Um, um, I little also, things like that. I also loved uh, the the henna. It wasn't, yes. it wasn't very good. And then she goes back and she, her grandma's like, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked that. Yeah. But overall, I, I, I mean, I would say it was uh, probably one of the, I think it'd be the second strongest episode for me, at least. Uh, personally speaking, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I put this right behind Rosa, which is why I'm, I'm like, yeah, let's let's I would love it if we had at least two historicals every season. Oh, yeah. I think that. that's that's the I'd perfect totally amount. stoked with that. Absolutely. Um, oh, and Graham calling the doctor doc, which I feel like we have mentioned before. I just love yes. that. Yeah. That's, that's my new favorite. It's yeah. very cool stuff. I, and I, and I think, I think only he could deliver that line. I don't, I don't think, you know, you get it from Ryan or you get it from Yaz and yeah, you know, I think the doctor would correct them <laughs> but for some reason coming from Graham is like, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? Oh, just the behind the couch scale. Oh yes. The behind the couch scale. What do we think here? Well, I, personally speaking, it's, I mean, it's definitely tense at times. Um, and the Thajarians are a little scary when, yes. especially when you see them up close. Yes. You know, oftentimes they're, they're at a distance and they've got helmets and stuff on. Yeah. Um, but I really, I think the, the, the impact of the story kind of outweighs those facts. So I think it's definitely worth seeing, oh, um, absolutely. you know, maybe a middle of the day viewing rather than a right before yeah. bed viewing, perhaps if, uh. If your wee ones are a little bit sensitive to oh, uh, stuff like that. I have a question. Since they yes. just watched the first, how'd the first Harry Potter movie go? Uh, we I didn't went even very th- well. I didn't even think to ask that at the beginning. It, it, it went it, well. No, no problems. No, like this is no, too scary. No, 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 no. I think that that final showdown scene um, uh, between Harry and professor Quirrell slash Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it got a little a little scary at times, but not in the sense of um, oh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. It's more right. like uh, you know, oh my gosh, you know what's going to happen next? I can't look, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, we'll it, see it, with Chamber of Secrets, huh? Yeah. You had a big old snake in that. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're now on to the Chamber of Secrets. Um, so yeah, no, he. No nightmares or anything. We also made sure to watch it right in the middle of the day. Perfect. So, yeah, it was all good. Great. Yeah. On on their way. Indeed. <clears throat> you watching Doctor Who on the regular in no time. Well. I hope. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. 
I would love to get some some children takes on what's going on in Doctor Who. I think that oh would be fun. Oh my gosh, that would be so fantastic. Someday, yes. Quote will, like a quote of the week or something yes. like that. <laughs> that would be great. I would love to do that. All right. So next time? Yes. Kerblam, which was also, I think, a Nickelodeon show. Uh, I think that was Cublam. Oh, Cublam. Anyways, Kerblam starring all of our new regulars. It was written by, oh boy, I didn't read this before. Oh, should I do it? Nope. Pete, uh, yep, do it. <laughs> Pete McTighg. Pete McTighg. Okay, I see it now. And directed yeah. by Jennifer Like Parrot. It's just Jennifer Parrot, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, this looked pretty interesting. It basically looks like they are in an evil Amazon. So basically, just Amazon. <laughs> I love you, Amazon. Thank you for all the things you shipped to me this I week. Love that, I love that it looks like we've got some characters who remind me a bit of the Conductor from Creator Show in the Galaxy. Yeah! So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what's going on there. I think this one, I, I mean, fingers crossed, I hope it's fun. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah. I need just a fun episode with a win, which I don't know if they'll get in evil Amazon. But anyway... <laughs> You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BlueBoxUFO. Subscribe. Love that nickname still, by the way. Yeah, Anyways. I, my brother's got the best Twitter handle, though. Clan McMuffin. Yes, that one's still also fantastically amazing. Uh, subscribe <laughs> to us on iTunes and Stitcher and now Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. Uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G, uh, N-O-T-L-G.spreadshirt.com. And Taylor, do you have a site where they can donate? Um, I, I, You know what? I don't off the top of my head. Obviously, the Red Cross. There you go. You know, there's always the Red Cross. Um, there are obviously others out there, different firefighter associations and such. Um, but I don't have any right in front How of How about right in the show notes we put a link? Uh, yeah, you there better. There we go. Look, totally in the, look in the show notes and uh, take some time to help some people out that really need yeah, it. Uh, the Y-axes, uh, they have always been kind to us, so let us be kind to them. Twitter.com slash the Y-axes, Facebook.com slash the Y-axes, the Y-axes.bandcamp.com, and they, like us, are on Spotify. Uh, next week, 141. Yeah. Keep on trucking, Podcastica. Kerblam. It's just fun to say. Hopefully it's a fun episode, and we will see you guys next week. See ya. It's very strange. It says I have full battery, but I know that is not the case.